0: Hello, everybody. I'm Matt Seidel, along with Derek Seidel and Josh Trope, and this is Coach Speak. Welcome back to the pod, everyone. We are joined this week by Leslie High School head boys basketball coach and new athletic director, Matt Johns. Coach, how are you doing?
1: Great. How are you guys?
0: Man, couldn't be better. You know, uh, the last time last time you and I talked... I. I I could be wrong, but I think you were detained in customs coming across the Canadian border. Uh, everything okay? How, how, did that, how did that come out for you?
1: Well, it was a long afternoon. I was trying to get to the Tiger game, and my wife says uh, the fact that I asked the border guy how to get to Comerica is the reason we were detained. So I spent an hour of my afternoon waiting patiently to be released.
2: I'd have to agree with your wife on that one. That, that was, that's a bad question. That's, don't you have like a GPS in your phone or what?
1: I was, I mean, we were sitting there for a while and the guy's like, Oh, my computer is taking a while there. There's your red flag. When the computer takes a while, um, they got you. So. Well, Hey man, we, we,
0: we want to talk to you a lot about basketball, of course, but your, your new gig as uh, athletic director is, 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 uh, is a big deal over at Leslie, not just because, you know, you're, you're, uh, you're the uh, face of, of Leslie Athletics now, which is kind of a scary thought. Um, but also, obviously, Leslie's been in the news lately because of, uh, you know, their uh, announcement that they're going to be leaving the Glack and, and moving over to the Cascades. But can you kind of walk us through how all this occurred, how you went from what social studies teacher and legendary head basketball coach to now athletic director and head basketball coach and maybe still teaching a little bit once you kind of help us out with all that?
1: uh the the district decided to, uh, to change our ad position a little bit and it was full-time and they posted it as a uh part-time position and i decided uh, that if we can meet a couple of my stipulations i would throw my hat in the ring uh i'm teaching full-time uh, i've got the ad thing and then got a couple people that are going to help me uh, do the games management stuff
0: this oh. is not it's not your first uh AD thing you, you actually are kind of you, you've done this before so not your first rodeo when it comes to being director of athletics right
1: right I was AD um about 12 years ago I think 07 08 uh, 9 10 and then I went full-time in the
3: classroom all right that, that's pretty cool uh that's a lot to be worrying about throughout the day with all the you know the the, the AD responsibilities as well that's that's interesting um do, like with the with the games manager, how'd you guys make that work? Like is it gonna be one person? you guys are gonna rotate it? Is it a a coach or how are you guys manage to do that?
1: We've got two people. I was fortunate enough to find a young lady who just graduated from Albbion College who's looking to get into athletic administration, and she can do this as her internship. So it's actually perfect uh, for her to get a little taste of what it's like on the other side. Uh, and then the rest of it will be coaches who are out of season who who are gonna help out and do what they can.
2: It's pretty much a, like a small college type model really is what it seems like. I mean, I feel like so many of these D3 NEI schools have the full-time coach. Who's also the AD uh, who oversees the whole program, but then every coach out of season is picking up a sport here and there that they're doing game management type stuff. Um, The big question though, is our, are you a, a worksheet handed out teacher hand, doing the same lessons for 10 years? Because if that's the case, man, I mean, I have a feeling you were probably watching film during a few classes anyway. So, I mean, I mean, now you're just doing different things, right? I mean, don't admit that on the podcast. Just just
1: joking. No, I mean, I will admit, though, we are a lot like a uh, D3 program here at Leslie. It's pretty much collegiate athletics.
2: Well, yeah, it, it's the model. It is the model, though. You're right. I mean, it, it really is. I, I don't, I'm not seeing the small
0: college model here. I'm seeing the Johns family model is what I'm saying. So brother Tom Johns is the, is the athletic director at Napoleon high school. And now he's the principal at Napoleon middle school. And he too now has an event manager or he's going to hire event management. I don't know if we're ever going to see Tom at an actual athletic event, a game other than the, or again, other than the one that he's coaching in on Friday night football game. And now you, are you ever going to be at an event? Or are you just going to be, you just kind of, kind of doing things from your perch up top what's going on here
1: yes the answer is yes <laughs> okay. sure.
0: we'll see you at basketball hey well let me put it this way how do I get a hold of you during the day when Olivet has a problem with Leslie because that's going to happen once a week once at least a couple times a month how do I get a hold of you you're going to be in front of your kids like text you there's no way there's no direct phone call how do we get a hold of you man
1: I'll I'll give you all my direct lines you can you can contact me anytime you need to
2: and you'll pick up right oh for sure oh god and just for the record Tom Johns has to be at Napoleon basketball games when Olivet comes to town because the coach tends to get ejected from the event so that is and and that's gonna have to be talked about the Leslie Olivet game last year too I think we need to discuss well, we've already we've already talked about this. Uh, uh, Mad Seidel teams
0: will not be going back to Napoleon for any reason. Okay, I'll be going back to Napoleon occasionally to support Derek, but I'm not bringing my squad in there. So enough of that. We 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 talked about that last time. But so okay, you're you're the new you the new idea. One of the very first things you have to deal with is uh, a good thing for Leslie, maybe not so good for for Leslie's old league. but you guys are going. Uh, after the 22-23 school year, starting in 23-24, you're going to uh, move into the Cascades Conference, you and three other schools coming in brand new to turn an eight-team conference into a 12-team league. And it's it's actually a pretty cool thing if you're one of those 12 teams. Uh, What went into that from Leslie's standpoint and, and how do you feel about it?
1: I mean, we're excited about it. I mean, honestly, I think we've had conversations with the Cascades going back to the 80s. You know, I think we've always viewed ourselves as as similar to those schools. Uh, I know the the last time I was AD, we had actually reached out to them, uh, and I don't think they were in any position to change anything. You know, I mean, they've got eight schools within half hour of each other, you know, so um, I think some of the changes in sports that the schools offer have pushed the league to this, and they contacted us, and I think it was just kind of a no-brainer for our community to say yes.
2: I think you guys are a great fit, but um, I mean, do it, it, you think this was football driven or just more in your guys' case? I mean, we felt in our last conversation about this, that football really drives all this, but in your case, doesn't this just fit like across the board athletically, size of school, travel, isn't this just a great fit? And you get to see your brother more, you know, all those things.
1: I mean, we see each other enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it is. I mean, it is. I think it's football driven, sure, because everything is football driven. I mean, even the MHSA is football driven. I mean, they, I don't know if they'll say that, but um, for, for our community, it is it is a perfect fit. You know, I mean, middle school football is something that no one would care to talk about probably, but it would be a huge change for us going to the Cascades because ours has been youth uh, driven for a couple of years. and would be nice to get that back, you know. Uh, being with those 12 schools or those 11 other schools will help us sub varsity. You know, because there are sports that we have that um, some schools don't and vice versa. You know, so I, I just think it's a positive for everybody. Speaking of football, who did you guys just hire as your football coach? We hired Ken Bradley. Uh, Ken has been at Okemos and helped out at Charlotte. He's been at Fowler. Um, played at Olivet College. I'm excited for Ken. Get him out there. I think they scrimmage next Friday. It'll be nice to get some actual football on tape. You know, we can stop all the uh, – preseason stuff. So jumping back into basketball, uh,
2: Matt, who who's the best coach you've ever coached against in Jackson County?
1: Mm. Wow. I gotta give Jim Dutton some love. Um my first year coaching the boys, uh, we went down there and played Napoleon and lost by 50. And <laughs> oh. we've been known to do that every once in a while. And uh uh, I will never forget, because at the time, the JV coach is a guy that I played with, D.J. Hazelsworth, was the JV coach at the time, and I guess Coach Dutton looked down at D.J. and said, welcome to the Dome, Matt, right in the middle of the game, and I was, okay, that, that was my introduction to coaching varsity boys basketball.
2: That's
3: outstanding. Oh my goodness! Well, hey, I, if we can take any more Napoleon fifty-point victories, I'll, I'll I'd be down for that. Although I don't I don't see that happening when you move to the Cascades. Well, I'm curious with your thoughts, uh, what your thoughts are. I mean, we've talked about this some off the podcast, but in terms of a basketball standpoint, with a twelve-team league uh, in the in the Cascades, what would you view as the best way to handle that? In terms of how the the divisions and, and everything should be, the schedule should be broken down.
1: I mean, they almost like in, in my opinion, you know, I'm just speaking for me, the basketball guy, um, it's almost two leagues. You know, you play, like, let's say you go two divisions of six, you play your side twice uh, as your league games. I think you play the other side once, and I don't necessarily think they should count as league games, you know, and then that gives us what, six games to schedule non-league against other people. Um, I know that it's going to get that was brought up already. You know, what do you do with all-conference? I mean, to me, it's two separate things. You know, how do you throw together 12 teams of all-conference, all, all in the same group? You know, I, I just don't know how that would work.
2: How do you decide the leagues, or the
1: divisions, I should say, sorry. I don't, I don't know if anything officially has been decided. Uh, I know they were talking geography-ish at one time. Um, I think they're trying to be conscious of keeping the sides equal you know they don't want one side to be to have an advantage or disadvantage
0: when you guys jumped over or decided to jump over to the cascades you haven't done it actually yet were you were you thinking it was just going to be you and one other school or were you aware of the plan to maybe go as as, as big as 12
1: i don't know uh what what the plan was going all the way back i don't even know if we were an original plan hmm. <laughs> you know so <laughs> uh, I mean, 12 to me always made the most sense because I think if you go to 10, again, football, now you're going to play every game as a league football game. And I I don't know if that's the best situation, you know, so 12 was always what I thought it would be.
0: Now jumping a little bit, am I right? that The the Leslie Stockbridge rivalry is a thing, right? Is that, is that safe to say? Oh yeah. So, so what does that, what does that do to the, the, the Leslie Stockbridge rivalry. I know what it does to the Leslie Olivet rivalry, but what does it do to the Leslie Stockbridge rivalry?
1: I don't know. Um, I've been around for a long time now in Leslie, and when I first started, we were not in the league with Stockbridge. Um, I think there was like a – oh, it had to be from the 90s until we joined in the, the SMA with them where we weren't in the same league and we played in everything. I think we played in basketball twice a year even when we were non-league. You know, so, I mean, it doesn't change anything from the fact that we're going to do what we can to play them in everything. Um, I know it's a a tough situation that they're in, but it's not going to change our uh, desire to compete with them, you know. So, yeah, that would give you two of your six non-league games
2: if you chose to do that, or if you did just one big game every year. That that keeps the rivalry, you know, obviously alive. And obviously all of that will continue to play you as long as you agree to – Go to Olivet, and if Matt thinks he can beat you, we all know that works. Though no road games, and you know that's how it goes. Though no, that's good. Um, As far as you know, football. Let's go back to the twelve-team league. So if you have two divisions of six, are you thinking you play everybody in your side is is five, and then you just select? You guys figure it out. Maybe pick up two crossovers to help AD schedule. um, You know, is that kind of? I mean, has that been discussed at all?
1: Not that I know of. Okay. So, I mean, I would think that that makes the most sense to me. You know, you leave week one and nine maybe open for people to go out and play, whoever. And if if you want to play a school in the Cascades, play them, you know. But, I mean, like our situation, if we could play Dansville week one, Stockbridge week nine, you know, something like that would be ideal. But, you know, if, if we have to lose some of that stuff going to the Cascades, then that's just – how it goes
2: you know a really good friend of the podcast ryan masters also a former assistant of mine is the new Dansville boys basketball coach that's one of the ones we missed on the podcast a couple weeks ago when we, when we talked about new coaches i believe oh, we did so we, one we owe ryan an apology Two, we'll have to bring him on um and three and probably most importantly is uh is leslie and danzel going to play this year oh of course we're going to play Okay. I just wanted to make sure. I, I, I hope Lumen does not play that night so I can attend that game. And they're in our district as well. So that'll Ooh. be cool. Okay. All right. Yeah. So our apologies to Ryan. I think we forgot him because Ryan's been a varsity coach the last few years at Whitmore Lake. We just, he just transitioned to a new job.
1: Yeah. He wanted us to play Whitmore Lake and I was always full. So but now he's at D'Ansville. He's on the schedule. So There
2: you
0: go. And yeah, we're probably being a little bit unfair to, to matt here you know we were asking him a ton of these questions about the cascade and how things are going to go i mean he, he probably hasn't even attended uh first official meeting maybe just some other and maybe you have i, I don't know he, he he missed his first black meeting last week because he was in canada getting getting detained um or, or whatever he was doing in canada but uh so i i you just not a maybe you're just not a meeting guy so you just kind of read the minutes i don't know but um I, I do have this feeling, just knowing Matt, uh, Matt's a, he's kind of a, he's kind of an idea guy. Like he's, he's even not being an AD in the, uh, in the Glack, He's had a big influence on how we do things basketball wise, just from his, his perch as the head basketball coach. I got a feeling you're, even though you're a, you're, you're coming in as like one of the new guys, I have a feeling you're, you're going to, um, not be afraid to, uh, kind of share your opinion. Is that safe to say?
1: Oh, well, we might have to warm up a little bit to it, but eventually
0: <laughs> hey, are you are you older or younger than than brother uh tom
1: i am three years older than tom
0: and you were the superior athlete by far or is that a stretch
1: um superior athlete he worked a little harder in the weight room than i did
0: that's evident that's evident just throwing that out there but uh <laughs> no yeah uh I, i'm not questioning tom's athletic ability i don't want i don't want that to get back to him man I, I mean, guy might bump into me and my fragile bones would just break or something like that but uh, so three years older okay
2: all right good deal so i guess matt brings up a good point to get back away from the cascades this is your last season in, in the glack here so this is early and this is real early but who's the preseason favorite to win the Glack this year is it is it leslie is it Olivet? Is it the bridge who's who is it lakewood who's who's the preseason favorite and don't let matt intimidate you either
1: it's always out of that, right? They just reload. Um, I mean, uh, Lakewood returns a lot. On- <laughs> returns a lot. I mean, really, I think it, every year that we've been in the GLAC, how many years is it, man? Eight years? Nine this, years? Will,
0: this will be the ninth year. Yep.
1: And it's always been super competitive. I think. Okay.
0: That has been a good thing about GLAC uh, basketball, boys and girls. It's, uh, it's been a lot of different schools. have traded uh, kind of being at the top. And every year it is pretty competitive in terms of uh, you know determining. And we've had tons of co championships. I don't know if we've had a tri championship like Josh is always a part of in the in the SEC or was in the SEC. But it, I, I agree with Matt on that one. So way to dodge that question, Matt. I was, I was looking for something there, but we, we didn't get we didn't get it. So well, let, let's get into it, man. How, how? What are your feelings? You had your team this summer. You you, you got you got some key pieces back. What are your what are your thoughts on Leslie basketball
1: this year? I mean, we should be a lot like last year. Um, I thought, oh, I think we finished 11 and 10. Uh, but we're the kind of team that could beat anybody and lose anybody, you know. I mean, we've got some key pieces back, like you said, the guys that can put the ball in the hoop a little bit. Uh, our, our biggest issue is going to be, can we handle the basketball at all? You know, especially when we play teams that want to get up and pressure us. Um, but, I mean, we have, I think, eight seniors returning. So that'll be helpful. Um, We've got a couple sophomores that will be up uh, that will only get better as the year goes on. Um, I mean, we're going to be better in the season, like everybody, than what we were in the summer. There were times in the summer we were just a hot mess, but that's experimenting and trying to figure out what we got. So...
2: You talked about your team a little bit, and and I know we got a chance to see you play this summer. I think it was one of your better days, and, and like I understand the hit or miss. Who knows if you have everybody there or not have there. I know you got a transfer in from East Jackson who could help you if, if he gets the system down and things like that, and I know that uh, one of my former high school teammates' son it was not dressed, and he's a big kid that this summer as well, so I, I have a feeling you'll be better than you're you're leading on to be um but that being said are we going to see the matchup zone this year are we going to see man to man or what are we going to see we're going to see a mix do you know what is this team like compared to your other ones are you going to run that four out stuff with your 45 cuts talk to us a little bit about what, what we're expect to see here from the leslie uh
1: boys this year you know our, our matchup zone has has changed so much you know like i mean we ran it 10 years ago and it was pretty zony for lack of a better word. Um, And it looks a lot more like man, you know, but I mean, we do, I mean, part of the reason we do it is so we can pick and choose who we have out guarding the ball and we can hide some people a little bit better. Uh, So, I mean, our our base will be our matchup. Um, I think we'll, I mean, not to give Matt all the the info here, but uh, I think we'll do less dribble drive stuff. You know, I think that's going to be more, of After uh, something breaks down, this is the action that we'll do. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll run some sort of set or quick hitter into it. Um, I mean, that's that's us. You know.
3: Hey, well, you you'll be lucky if you get to run any sets in the Glack because I feel like every team in the league plays zone. Sign so of my dad always is telling me that he's like, you got. Fifty different types of zones you see night in and night out between from the your guys's little zone and then you got Lakewood's three two you got what was it Maple Valley's a two three team Lansing Christian's a two three team right you got all kinds of different zones.
1: So, I'm not um, even sure what ours was that we ran last year. I mean we were kind of making that up on the fly, our little one two two with backwards rotation. I don't know it it, it gave us a little bit of a, a different look compared to the other teams like you said that are running two threes and stuff.
0: We weren't really sure what you were running either. Uh, we got, obviously got pretty confused, but then again, there was a lot of things that were confusing that night. Um, but we don't want to go back to that one. That was uh, no, that was a nice team. We're, we're I mean, we're, we're expecting you guys to be um, uh, right there. And I think the, the Glack actually is going to be a really good boys' league next year. I think Lakewood, um, if they're healthy, that uh, they're going to be as good as anybody. And Scott Ridge with the, the two young guards and the, and the big kid who does a lot, you know, with some of the stuff that they do. It's going to be a very competitive conference. I mean, we have everybody back, but, um, it, you know, there's, there's three other teams with a lot of guys back, too. So it should be it should be a fun final season of the Glock if it is with Maple Valley announcing pretty much that they are going to be leaving to go to the Big Eight. They've been offered a spot by the Big Eight now they're going to be leaving the Glack is really in trouble in 23 24 it's very unlikely that it's going to exist um and it's at least it's in its own uh entity so but we shall see that's that's not leslie's problem anymore but um uh it, that's just kind of the way it is so
2: matt what's your like? tell the listeners your background how you got into coaching i i learned just in our last uh last time the three of us were together that I, I thought you went to Leslie. I didn't realize you went to Napoleon. So did you play for uh, coach Dutton and and how did you get into coaching? what What was your path to Leslie as a teacher and a coach?
1: I did. I, I uh, played for Coach Dutton, uh, went to Michigan State, and thought for a second that I would attempt to do that student assistant thing, you know, and try and get into that side of coaching. And realized at that size school, I didn't know enough people (laughs) to to get that opportunity. Uh, So I remember reaching out to uh, Jeff Kimmerling at the time, worked for Lansing State Journal. And he gave me a bunch of coaches in the Lansing area that I should get a hold of because I told him I was trying to become a coach. And uh, he gave me a bunch of names and I just started emailing people. Uh, And there was an opening down here in Leslie to coach freshman basketball. So my sophomore year at Michigan State, I was hired as the freshman coach in Leslie. And I have been here ever since I coached one year of freshmen. Uh, and then I went to JV and that's back when the girls were in the fall. So I coached varsity girls and JV boys.
2: So. And I know a few old coaches that did that as well. Used to coach in the fall and in the winter. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was a blast. So did I. Yeah. Some of the best times, man.
3: Well, with, with that being said, then do you feel like, is that kind of your, your, where you're at in, in your kind of mind that you're just going to be at Leslie all the way through, or do you see that, you know, you could leave there at some point. I know, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but like, do you, are you really married to it or how do you feel about that?
1: You know, um, you'll understand this here soon. When you start having kids and they start going to school, I think it changes everything a little bit, you know, and I, I have, it'll be a first grader and a preschooler here in Leslie next year. Um, and, and I think that uh, further cements me here, you know, while, while they're in school. After they're out of school, who knows? Who? Well, uh, well, how old are you? Thirty-eight. Oh my
0: god, he's just he's a babe. I got I got shoes older than you, man. Hey, um, who who, who are your influences as, as a basketball coach? Your your biggest influences over your your career as a basketball coach?
1: That is a tough one. You know, because I, I feel like we all just borrow from everybody, right? I don't I don't know if I have one. Um, you know, on, on the dealing with people or leadership side is probably a better way to say that, uh, coach K, I read a lot of his stuff. You know, you got the Jay Billis toughness book. I think those things are important to it, but in, but in terms of basketball and, um, scheme and just how to play, I don't, I don't know if I have one, you know, because, because there's things that I like, like I'm a Michigan state graduate and i Love to follow Tom Izzo, but was there a better basketball offensive mind than John Belon? <laughs> you know, so it's like I I just kind of pick and choose and grab stuff. And I don't know. I think I think I just love the game more than any of the other stuff. Go ahead. Are you going to be attending
2: BKM this year on October 1st and the 2nd? Oh, for sure. OK. All right. Because I remember your staff was uh, there a couple of years ago. We ran into you guys. Um, not exactly a group of choir boys, but you seem to be having a lot of fun.
1: We, uh, we enjoy our professional development,
2: especially coach Bondersteel. steel. I've noticed he, you know, he, he really dives right in. (laughs) That's
3: right. Have you, I've only obviously been around or, or seen your teams play in the last like four or five years. Have you always been a dribble drive motion type team or when did you like, have you changed your kind of base system, um, multiple times? Like, how did you land on that?
1: I mean, we switched more to that when we had all those little guards. A couple of years ago, um, prior to them, we had a four-year stretch where we always had a six-eight kid on the team, you know, and we would throw the ball to post um, and, and try and initiate that way. I think that's the thing I like the most about high school basketball, like at this level. It's like, I mean, if, if you aren't willing to adapt, you know, you're not going to be successful, you know, and it's just fun finding the pieces and figuring out how to put them together, you know.
0: So let me ask you this. I was, I was curious about this. I mean, you're a, you've been a teacher coach since you, you got out of college, right. Mm -hmm. And with your, your career path, where you just talked about your kids and and all that, it's going to be your career path for for several more years at least. But if you weren't, if you weren't coaching basketball and you weren't, and you weren't teaching, what, what would you be doing? What would Matt Johns be doing? Nothing. (laughs) You'd be in Canada. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, i didn't Banned from coming back to the United States? What was
1: there, there was a time I thought I wanted to be an athletic trainer. I was, I was, I was going to go do that route. And, no, nah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just I, I wouldn't be able to do stuff that doesn't involve interacting with people, you know, and I, and I think that's the most valuable part about teaching and coaching. So you get, to, you get to build relationships with people that last a long time. Who's in your district this year, Coach? Dansville, Potterville, Springport, Stockbridge. Okay.
2: That's, that's a really competitive. I mean, I think Springport is probably still a year or two away, but I, the other four teams are very competitive then in that district. Oh, for sure. Okay. Where is that one? Springport. Oh. Do you play uh, the Napoleon Pirates this year, non league? Yes, we do. Where's that game
1: at? I think Napoleon, for the first time in a decade, is going to come to Leslie.
2: Really? Okay. All right. That, that's good. So, Tom John, you you won him over to bring uh, Derek, young Derek and his uh, Pirates it's, to Leslie.
1: All right. It's been at least three years. Okay. All Were you right. There,
3: Derek? Were you there when we came down
1: there or came up here?
3: No, because the year before I got here, you guys, there was an overtime game at Napoleon. Last year, we didn't play the COVID year. Nope, because you didn't play in non-league. And then last year, we played at uh, in neutral site at at all college so now we're heading heading out to you guys so yeah it should be it should be a fun matchup I, I, I you know I gotta try and really make sure I, I like clear my name there I, you know make sure nobody thinks I'm associated with Matt because bad things happen Matt Seidel that is bad things happened to him in that gym although I say that he did get you the year before but last year sounded like it was a debacle in there I know we keep referencing that without actually talking about it
1: well the year before was a debacle too
3: Oh that was that 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 was a thing of beauty
0: two years ago. <laughs> that was the game. overtime game two years that ago, was a right? double overtime game, yeah. but
1: that was the phantom punch game. let's that's that well,
0: let's on. let's call it even, Matt, because you you had to finish that game without one of your key guys.
1: And, and the game after.
0: And, and we basically didn't even get to play your game uh, this year without one of our key guys, and he was available. He just wasn't really allowed to play that game, if you know what I mean. So we'll call it even. It's the rubber game this year when we come back to Leslie, your, your final – the of that final trip to Leslie, trust me. Um, we'll see how it goes. But it's uh, it's always tough. I know that, man. Matt, Matt does a heck of a job. We're, we're giving him a hard time today. But, man, he – I said he's the best coach in our conference since I became the AD. And was uh and, and got into the GALAC watching him and his teams and he's still the best coach in the league so um it doesn't mean doesn't mean they win every game though there's sometimes the players uh, have a lot to do with it so uh, we're
2: we're hoping that's the case this year at least but we'll see Matt are you a Lions fan of
1: course
2: uh, so have you watched Hard Knocks absolutely okay so can you can you sing Billy Jean or or were you singing along with Hutch or not
1: no you, you wouldn't catch me anywhere near that operation. <laughs> All right. Are you excited for the season? You thinking they could win six or seven? You know, if we didn't think they could win, we wouldn't be fans,
2: right? I mean. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, coach, man,
0: it's been uh, it's been real. Uh, It's not like we're not going to talk again soon. All of us. We uh, I know you have relationships with all three of us in in different ways uh, during the basketball fraternity and you and I are going to have to work closer together uh, from an ad standpoint of course you're going to be one of these guys that does double meetings this year you're going to be going to meetings from two leagues so that might get you out of the classroom a few times this year give you a little break from from whatever you're you're, you're teaching that day but but again we, we appreciate you you coming on we we wish you well at least most of the time uh next year and uh take care of yourself
1: all right appreciate it